with you folks this is poet davis coming to you with the truth this is i need a mic podcast where i will be discussing mental health struggles i battle with just like you let's talk about it's the tagline i use it's to say enough is enough give me my damn mic i'm tired of the trauma i'm going through hello y'all how y'all doing how y'all doing how y'all doing for anyone who's dealing with this heat heat wave we got going on please stay hydrated stay safe as well as keep your pets hydrated and safe too i i hate seeing and i hate seeing and hearing stories of pets paws getting burned because of the hot ass concrete man i can only imagine how it's not fun for them like how it's not fun for us so both of y'all please be safe out there all of y'all please be safe out there so today's episode, I'm going to talk about having control. Or should I say having more self-control. So I had just recently started to gain my self-control. And it's been a wonderful feeling. Such a wonderful, wonderful feeling. So, but what happens when you lose control? That is something, that's on that I would never have the answers to. You know, like, I do have a question, though. Is having control like a drug? Once you have it, you don't want to lose it or take any slice off of it. I, I've been involved in toxic environment and they had abuse control but what I have learned to why control is so important to your mental health is one of the many ways to secure who you are. You know, like only you know you. Only you can say what you would or wouldn't do. Only you can have your back better than anyone close to you. So I. I started to really, I guess you could say, practice control very early on. So I've mentioned in various different, all the other episodes or some of the other episodes that that I, uh, you know, I'm very open with my sexuality and whatnot. And so I I started to carry a pocket knife with me uh, as I got older. Um, if you were to ever see me or meet me, I'm pretty sure you would ask this question out loud or to yourself. Like, I don't, I don't look like a teddy bear. I am. (laughs) I am. But I'm a self-loving, protective teddy bear. Like, I would love to protect you, but would you let me? And then also would would you protect me as well sometimes that that answer sometimes that question never get answered right away because not everybody can are you know can perform or can um pour out protection the way they feel safe within somebody else's arms so i i I was told various different times that that someone feels safe with me that felt good to hear 
especially coming from someone who I had, uh, someone who I liked back then. It feel good to hear that. But so back on control. <laughs> back on control. It's um, yeah. Only you know what it's like walking out your door. You know, with your thoughts being stuck to you. Who's who's like your best friend? You know, being stuck to you. So, I'm going to get into a little bit of story time. I I don't want to get into a lot of it, but I'm still I'm still trying to figure out or still trying to find the comfort in in talking about various different stories that I had dealt with uh, involving my mental health. I'm going to just tell y'all straight up. Not everything I'm going to be comfortable to work to want to really talk about um there's that's that's part of control you know like out of the like for the sake of my mental for the sake of my mental health it's sometimes better for me to forget the situation and the person behind it that's something that I know I can control but if I don't have no connection or, you know, if I don't continue any type of connection with the person or people, you will really be lucky if I even acknowledge your existence. And that's just me just being straight up for real. Like at the end of my day, I'm thinking about me, right? You know, so if I know for a fact that mentally and emotionally it's best for me to forget and forgive you, then that is what I'm going to do straight up respectfully. So if I don't give you eye contact or if I don't talk to you directly or, you know, anything like that, that's just me saying mentally and emotionally, I would rather not find any type of connection to you or through you or around you I would really rather just pretend like you don't exist to me and that's just like I said it's better for me and my mental health as at this point <laughs> so um so I'm so with this story it's just what I had dealt with in my own past some of it is some of it is is mentioning my past my past so I was told in various different conversations that I should get a sex change because of the way I dress and then the way my facial expressions look let me tell y'all I dress very comfortably at times I'm either wearing long tee shorts or sweats and some you know, sandals with some socks in them, if, especially if I'm just going to the store. But if I'm going out, I'm going out. Now, I can't wear any type of jewelry because I'm allergic to it. But give me some Adidas. You know, especially the Adidas that got the cloud foam in them. Uh, some good slacks a belt to go along with it because I guarantee I'm gonna need that belt. Uh button up gotta be a really good button up a good color on me. 
especially if it's a color that I can see on me, period. Like, I don't, I don't, I wouldn't particularly care if anyone get me anything. Just give me something that you know for a fact I'm going to wear. Or something that you know for a fact that I'm going to like. Or you know for a fact I'm going to love. If you give me a button up with a matching tie to go with it. I may not like the button up. But I'm going to always like the tie. Because I'm definitely in the necktie collecting business. I'm trying to be. (laughs) Trying to be. But. Shirts ain't cheap out there. <laughs> and ties ain't cheap out there either. Unless they have a dollar sale somewhere. If they have a dollar sale somewhere on some good ties. Good neck ties. Let me know, y'all. Let me know. Let me know. <laughs> now, I'll just decide. So, I would dress very respectfully when I'm going out. Sometimes, if I have my hair cut, I will wear sunglasses. And if I don't, then I'm wearing a hat. Because underneath, I... My hair, when my hair grows out, y'all, I look like a curly hair version of Blade. I, 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 so, as soon as I start to notice the Blade look coming out, and, and you know, my hair growing out looking like Blade, I'm like, I'm time for a haircut. Time for a haircut. And usually, I'm the one that's, of course, I'm always going to be the one cutting my hair. So, and like I said, if I'm, you know, have my hair cut, I'm wearing sunglasses. Because most likely my hair is still growing just from me cutting it. And, you know, it's, it's it feels good when you just have the short hair. And I'm telling you, I look sexy than a motherfucker. But if I if I'm not liking the way my hair looks, then either I'm okay with the way it's looking, or I'm shit. Hang on, lot of y'all. I'm cutting my hair an hour, <laughs> an hour or a few hours before I'm going out. I ain't playing. <laughs> I'm telling y'all. I. Mm. <laughs> I tell y'all, if if you really want to see what I look like with my curly hair, um, click on my website and go to I need a mic TikTok, uh, I need a mic Twitter, or I need a mic Instagram. You'll see what I'm talking about. <laughs> if you if you are out there and you listen to this episode and you uh, go on any of my page please post up a comment and say now i see what you're talking about yeah (laughs) we all gotta laugh together (laughs) if you happen to listen to this episode and then go on any of the pages just if you can respectfully you can either you know put in the comments or you could message me like yeah now see what you're talking about right so, uh, so back to the story. <laughs> so after receiving and, of course, transition to the toxic attitudes that I was receiving, I noticed one day this conversation was happening some some feet away from me, and there was some laughter in the background. 
the conversation was involving my name and what I tell people to call me, how I dress, and assuming how I act and the role I play as a stud. It's it's bad when you it's bad when you really receive all all of this from someone else who's also African American. So instead of giving into that toxic environment, I just start to show in my own words. You know, I started. Not to show my own words, but showing my own actions, you know. So I started to think about myself, you know, and I started to do what was better for me. So I was beyond mentally undefeated at this point, and I wanted to escape so bad. So I, I started to volunteer. I started to. I started to plan, you know, little luncheons with people. I I started to attend JUCO again. And I wasn't, like, I wasn't staying on campus after my class. I was appreciating the transportation ride, either there or back. Uh, of course, going, going to going to campus it was different like I, I need to hop on this bus so I need to stop playing I let, let me power walk <laughs> power walk my ass to this bus stop on the way coming back home or coming back to where I was living and I was like fuck these motherfuckers man I'm taking my time walking back to the house they could go ahead and ask where am I I'm a did they call I'm gonna say I'm down the street but I'm taking my time walking down the street. So after all of this I was receiving, I started to seek help because it started to be way beyond unhealthy for me. And I had found a therapist. So I mentioned last episode that I had my therapist and they have been working with me for a certain period of time. Man. The time that my therapist had started to work with me, I was in a real deep, deep spot. It was like, let me go get some help before I, before I really lose control of it all. Mentally, emotionally, and physically, I, I started to realize that I can control what it was I was thinking and how I was really feeling. Like, I had no one to hold me down anymore, even though I was in a very abusive relationship before. And that source of control was very bad upon me, but I had I had gotten out of that situation and I, I ended up in another bad living situation and I was just like enough is enough and then I started to hear this quote only you will know when you had enough so I was hearing that a lot when I was living in that toxic environment so I started to I started to flip it back on 
start to flip it back on on that on that living environment. And so <clears throat> that's when that's when folks started to realize Rachel ain't playing with us no more. <laughs> no shit. <laughs> Man. <laughs> so so for today's episode I wanted to treat y'all to this poem I wrote a few years ago maybe maybe a few years ago and I had titled it The Race so the purpose of this poem is about just knowing that it's, it's time to just stop looking back on the things that had held you down and it was time to control the things that you were looking forward to so let me get into it so i just wrote this poem and it was like one of those deep dreams you had you you woke up crying or you know you woke up out your sleep and you like you know it's, it's like you're trying to shake the dream and the images but but it just wouldn't go away within five ten minutes so i just grabbed my phone and i just wrote this poem so <clears throat> I couldn't sleep. Something was heavy on my heart and it told me to wake up. Put on my outfit. I put on my outfit of all my emotions and and I was getting ready for this race I was about to face. I looked in the mirror and I don't care how I'm looking, but this confused what it, what are you doing look on my face is telling me we will come back to this. So I grab my keys, wallet, phone, and I'm out the door. Don't speak to me, neighbor. Please forgive me. I got a race to face. Get there, looking around at my opponents. Who do I see? Sorrow, anger, failure, regret, doubt, and their best friends who is always ready to point the finger. At the star mark, no tears, don't start now. We just walked out the house with our friend Pride not too long ago. Let's get ready to face this race. Pow. We're moving. We're going. Pick up the pace. Emotions getting the best of you. They they going to start pointing fingers at you. Let's go. Sorrow slowing us down. Let's go. Anger getting the best of us. Let's go. You can't fail us now. Pick up the pace. Let's go. Are you regretting this race? No? Then let's go. They, they, they tried to doubt you. They said you won't make it. They said you shouldn't be here, but they can't stop you. Why? Because they are afraid of you. Your strength is not your weakness. Come on, we almost there. Let's go. Let's prove them wrong. Pick up the pace. Don't look back. Look forward. Focus. There. That's it. did it if you look back waiting on something you never know what it's what it feels like 
finish your race alone. I hope y'all like that. I hope y'all like that. Um. Yeah, that was the race. I. I uh, I I remember exactly where I was and how I was feeling. I don't know what was going on with me emotionally, but emotions was just flowing out and. I was like just writing and I was like I don't I don't know where the words came from it was like I don't I don't even know how long it took me to even finish the poem all I know is I was just I was just writing so I I have a question for y'all before we close this out are you done are you done with the bullshit? Then take your foot from stepping in it. Let me ask y'all that again in the back. Are you done with the bullshit? Then take your foot off from stepping in it. So... Only you can figure out how you're gonna clean that foot or that or them feet from stepping in some bullshit. Stepping in that bullshit of control and gaining your self-control by taking your foot off of it. So as you know, I I do and have some tips. That had helped me, but one thing I want you to really, one thing I really want you to do is take control of, to take control of working out what's better for you. Like what is really better for you at the end of your day? Other than taking your foot out of bullshit or shit in general, what is better for you to work on? You know, like, what type of control are you going to be really focusing on? I'm still working on self-control. I know I definitely need to continue doing it more because it is helping me out mentally and emotionally. And, of course, physically. So, wipe your eyes on that question. Come on now. Wipe your eyes. Blow your nose. You know. Go ahead and take a drink or let it up. Inhale. Exhale. Just knowing that it's about time for you to take your control back. Let me close this out. <laughs> Let me close this out. Um, once again, this quote is coming from someone don't know who riot. I mean, who wrote it, who said it, whoever did. Thank you once again. You will lose 
many people through the self-improvement phase. And that's what happens when you start working on yourself. Mm. All right, let me say that again. Let me say that again. You will lose many people doing self-improvement phase. But that's what happens when you start working on yourself. Let that sink in for a little bit, a little bit, a little bit. So now, you have heard me speak some truth. This is my way of passing the mic to you. I hope my courage, will, and drive motivate you. Y'all take care. Stay safe. And kiss them kids every day.